This podcast was made possible thanks to Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are speaking with Will McKenna about his result of 50 and his Premier's Award for his work on VCE Theatre Studies in 2018. Will McKenna was also invited to audition for Top Class but was unfortunately too busy for he was either filming Nowhere Boys or in rehearsal for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, one of the two. He studied at Eltham College under the tutelage of Amanda Sykes. Please welcome to the podcast, Will McKenna. Hello, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Will. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to start by talking about your monologue. Is that okay? Yeah, let's that do it. That makes sense. Great, because a lot of students right now are in monologue time. Yes. And then they might stop the podcast and then listen to the end of it later when they're heading into exam sure. or written work. Probably not. These podcasts are pretty short. Just put it on double time like I do. Please listen. Listen to this. It's <laughs> yeah. very important stuff I'm about to say. Yeah, great. So, uh, you got a 50. Let's talk about that. How would that, how did that feel getting a 50 in VC Theatre Studies? It was insane. I thought the thing had broken when I looked at it. It didn't look right. I was like, hang on a second, that's not... And then, no, no, no. I, yeah, it was, it was insane. You get that kind of cold rush once you look at it of disbelief and shock. Um, but it was awesome. It also just showed me that I had... Uh, that all that kind of, you know, preparation work and, and stress that I had put into it uh, really, really paid off. And, and then the next year you got a 49 for VC drama. I know, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that was insane as well. So you've, you've done well in the VC drama world. And can we say, I know you'll go into what it takes to achieve your best in VC theatre studies. And we've just done an episode on VC drama. So talk to us about your, your monologue. So I chose um, The Weir, uh, which was a naturalistic play. Once again, I chose something that I knew that I'd want to do. I love the idea of naturalism. I love the style of naturalism. And so I thought, well, this is a great opportunity to have fun with this particular monologue. So um, that was, it was such an easy pick to choose that one. I feel like you've got to choose your monologue that you know you will love and you know you will want to perform slash research about and create uh yeah i it was he's a he's a 45 year old man in an irish pub uh talking telling the the weir is a play about um telling stories uh these five people in this pub uh come together and they're telling these ghost stories and supernatural um tales that they've encountered and finbar is a kind of conceited sort of cocky showmanship type man who's in a beautiful you know beautiful nice business suit and a nice haircut and he comes in and he's he's sort of not as good friends with the other guys but he has a story similar to um the rest of them great excellent uh, now there's <laughs> just kept talking no that's right we'll go into the research for a moment because this was a challenging piece to research i did the some of the resources for the drama victoria resource pack that did goes you? out uh, yeah. And also the monologues at a glance document. Yeah. How did you go about researching? What did you do? Uh, the weir, Well, there was limited research on it because it wasn't... It's not a very, very well-known play. But um, there were some... Uh, well, obviously, reading the script, I think, is the number one thing you have to do. is base level understanding of the play is to read it. Uh, and not just once, um, a, a lot of times, and by a lot of times, enough to really have it stick in your mind. Um, I started with, again, base level, 
learning the words, the words were the number one thing that you have to get down and, and, and out of the way as quickly as possible so that your actual um, creative process, I guess, can begin. And can I jump in and say it's not just about learning what the words are, but what they mean? What they mean, yes. Yeah. So in terms of once you've, I guess, in a sense, memorized, because everyone talks about memorizing words and everything, once they, once oh. that has been done, and you then have to realize, you know, realize and understand why you are saying what you are saying, what you are saying for, the intentions behind most of the sentences, and in that way can. I guess inform your performance. That's interesting. So here we are going to have a debate. Oh, I'm no. interested. Yeah, no, let's that's do fine. It. That's great. It's good Hit to me. Because I'm more interested in the other way around. Before I've learnt anything, or before yeah. a student learns something, I encourage them to know what they're talking about before they learn it, because then they're just rote learning. No. Yes. That's what I. Oh, sorry, right. I think you're saying memorize it and then go and find out what you're saying. But if you know what you're saying, oh. it's far easier to memorize it. It's, sure. You're going to understand it more. If I'm if yeah. I'm like, what is pedantry? All right, pedantry. It is pedantry. I'll just re- memorize that. Oh, I, okay. But if I know what it all means first. So, yeah, if you've got some words in... Lucky I didn't have that many words. I had some Northern Ireland countries that I didn't know. Okay. But I guess if you don't... If you've, they've got some, there's some words in the monologue that you don't know what they are, um, it is that is also base level. Oh, <laughs> you that's have pre-base to, level. That's pre-base <laughs> level. You have to look know up, what you say. define blank and then understand what that means. But in terms of most students, because they've got other things to do, um, it's very, as in lots of other subjects, it's really like, or at least from my experience with the class I had and, and myself too, is that it was learn the words and then come up with your own interpretation and meaning behind the context that you had researched about why you were saying what you're saying. Because I, I went in and showed you and Amanda, and I remember you <laughs> so beautifully were like, what are you doing? <laughs> in the nicest way possible, in a nice teacher way, it was going, there's too many things happening here, there are too many decisions, go back to the context, go back to why you were saying, go simple, we need it to be clear and clarity, because um, it was way too confusing, and I was trying to add to way too much. Which tends to be what a lot of potentially young students or young performers do. They yeah, want to probably. show how much work they've done, how much knowledge they have. <laughs> Look, I know everything that's going on here. Like, yeah, you can know yeah. everything and then make one choice. And then make one choice because that's all. That's all it needs, really. In terms of, if you want to show, if you want to showcase that he's wealthy, you just need to, you know, have a maybe expensive suit. You don't also then need to have. Um, this is metaphorically yeah. rings and bracelet and a tiara mm. and a cane and a staff and a corgi you know what I mean one symbolic prop is enough one is enough yeah. just like other stuff hang on <laughs> <laughs> one is enough great good to know <laughs> <laughs> we'll be keeping all of that in and this oh, okay good to know alright uh, <laughs> you've made a mistake <laughs> so the monologue uh, what Okay, what do you think got you that A, a double, triple plus, that audition for top class? What do you think, what, what was it about your performance? I can obviously comment about what I, I think it was, but what was the difference? What work did you put in? Uh, I mean, I did, I did. And what do you, why did you earn that A plus? Because they have to give you an A plus if you deserve it. I mean, yeah, it was, I was lucky enough to be the only, it was the only three, four subject I was doing that year. Um, and so, but that's regard, that's actually beside the point. Scrap that, never mind. So, 
to answer your question, what was the question? <laughs> Why do you think you got that A plus? Everyone who gets an A plus deserves it. It's not like there's some secret meeting afterwards or anything right. like that. <laughs> I did bribe like them. Only certain them. people get them for some strange reason that's <laughs> not there. You hit the criteria, you get the A plus. How did you hit the criteria? Um, I hit it with probably an extensive, uh, what I like to think, an extensive amount of hitting <laughs> and punching of said criteria. I really um, put a lot into it in terms of research. It wasn't just, I didn't just kind of figure out, you know, where this guy lived and that was about it. I like to um, find out where he was heading, where, who he, you know, what his family was. And if they, if that wasn't there, I'd create it and what his relationship was, how he, where he grew up, uh, all these informed uh, character profile which we obviously you know was part of the kind of one of the classes I think we had we did a character profile we also did a hot seat which these are all great uh, and hot seat is when you are you play the character in their context yes someone asks you a question you reply as that character as that I mean, character. most drama students and theatre students will know what hot seat is but yeah, if you don't great. that's what hot seating is yes. a character profile is you know, two or three page document with different questions about that character. What's your name? Yeah. How old are you? What do you like? What do you dislike? Where have you been? What do you like? What's your family like? Yes. And that way, it's such a, if you don't have those answers, it's such an easy way to just, I guess, realize what they are. Because if you're sitting in your character and answering those questions and they might just come to you. And I found out that, you know, Hot Seat isn't just played at the school. <laughs> it's also played in, you know, sort of semi-big professional productions. Um hot seat is pretty damn important and also pretty fun actually it's very fun too yeah so i think a lot of it was just a lot i put a lot into this and i cared about it deeply we the number one thing also was an accent that uh had to be done for finbar he was um from northern ireland and so in terms of in terms of rehearsal and and learnings they were clips watched we had a, a wonderful actress named Alison White uh, who came in and had just done a play, Faith Healer, which we were actually studying, uh, four theatre studies, three, four, uh, who had just done a Northern Ireland an Irish accent. And so she helped uh, with the vowels and the consonants. Um, and that I, in terms of base level, in terms of me, like getting the accent into uh, my body and this monologue, was to speak the monologue only ever in the accent. And that way, and I'm, I'm saying, you know, walking down the street and at home, and that way I'd learn it only in the accent. So when it came time to delivering it, um, I could only ever do it in that accent. Yeah, well, there's a lot of talk about the difficulty of unlearning things. Yeah, that's why you want to understand what you're saying before you say it. Because once you understand, once you have understanding, that changes your intonation. It changes how you say things. And as an accent, yeah. twice as hard. Yeah, completely. You learn how to say things. You've done them so often. It's called muscle memory. Anyway. Yes. That's why so many young people, once again, and so, you know, or just inexperienced people, have so much trouble taking direction because they do something in a certain way, and then it's impossible to undo. To undo. Always remain flexible and spontaneous. Yes, that's true. All right, great. So uh, your monologue, it, 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 it went very well on the day. 
Uh, and of course, you got your A plus, but it's not just about the solo. It's not just about the. Uh, you also did the Laramie project earlier in the year, yes. which is a beautiful production. Uh, but a lot of the same things I think can relate to your hard work on that project. But I'm wondering about maybe the written work, or if you have any feedback or suggestions for people studying theatre studies at the moment. It's a new study design now, but yeah, right. the same advice will apply. I'm sure. Um, it really, to me, was just. Uh kind of I guess the clearer you understand things the better you are at writing them (laughs) so ask away (laughs) ask 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 the teachers if you don't get it keep asking them Um, they won't get annoyed because then they'll actually see that you are trying to learn and trying to understand can I stop you there for a quick question what stops a young person a student from talking to their teacher what fears are there what do they think a teacher's going to say? Because I know from what I work yeah. with Drama Victoria, I know hundreds of Victorian drama teachers, never met one that said anything like, oh, God, I hate when my students ask me questions. <laughs> I just really hate following up and assisting them in any way. Like, they're all just yeah. open and keen and excited to talk about theatre and drama. So why, why are students afraid? I'm sure... Well, I'm, For lots of different reasons, but, but yeah, from your I'm perspective. Sh- from my perspective, I think it's probably fear. They don't want to show that they don't know anything which is you know i know now not being in school is the most it's the stupid it's the bizarre most bizarre thing ever there's a lot of fear behind not knowing certain elements and they want to appear to be you know the teacher like the favorite not the favorite sorry the 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 most understanding in the class they want to appear to be uh to have the best knowledge and so by asking there's a little bit of a little bit of shame like they don't know something which a lot of people i guess are quite afraid of okay so there are 16 17 year olds or i guess 18 year olds out there that think that teachers think that they should know everything well yeah probably and that if a student doesn't know something somehow magically <laughs> that that what nothing bad is going to happen or they're going to look dumb the fear of looking yeah. dumb in front of more their peers Maybe, maybe yeah. more their peers. Oh, my peer is going to think I don't know something. They're going to think I'm dumb. Yeah, I won't ask the question. But in, yeah, and my in my case, it was most a lot of the peers didn't know the thing. But again, we're like, oh, yeah. I've never told each other, but you know, we're probably yeah. I think fear is just a big one for some bizarre reason that people are scared and young people are scared that you know that not knowing something will bring upon getting in trouble or shame or anything and you were able to overcome that you were able to ask the questions seek clarification yeah i think i well i really don't care yeah (laughs) i really didn't care about looking dumb yeah fantastic um i do it every day so it's okay i mean yeah it's fine um you know no i took you know it took me a while and i think i realized that um sort of no one else was in, in, in at least in my experience in the, to begin with in 2017 in 3-4 theatre studies uh, not a lot of people were doing it and so I thought well it was kind of that sort of um, going out from the group and looking at everyone and being like hang on a second why is everyone a little bit behind why are we all kind of hang on oh let me just I know <laughs> I'll just ask the question for the group and for myself as well yeah yeah, and you know, all teachers have blind spots or things they don't realize or things they think they've taught well, and then a sack comes along or a trial sack, yeah. like, oh my goodness, you know. Yeah. That's why there's always so many assessments. One, so we can see how students are going, and two, we can see how we're going. Yeah. Have we actually taught that? 
you know, people get mad right. about sex. It's like, yeah, but what if, what if there's a massive hole in your learning and I don't know it and you don't know it? <laughs> I don't know true. what you don't know. Yeah, that's true. And you don't know what you don't know until you showcase that ability to yeah. do that. And also the realization that, that everything you learn in the class should be and will be probably um, useful to you. So it's, it's probably best to either note at least what was said in the class, um, at least to write it down or um, memorize it. And uh, because most definitely what the teachers are teaching um, is useful, yeah. mostly always. Because you have such a limited time. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Okay. So the secret in some way to your to your 50 is working incredibly hard because you know you have you have natural gifts in in terms of your dedication and your passion and your love but that can only go so far. You then have to do the work. Sure. Sure. I'll take that. <laughs> no, I think and maybe not even working hard but no it is yeah, working hard and working a lot because you don't realize that I mean you can work hard, you know, once every 2 weeks. <laughs> you know, but if you or if you have it in the back of your mind, almost always, then to me, I guess that always helped me to always just be there constantly. I'm talking in terms of answers to questions or examples of conventions and theatre styles or or facial expression, voice and gesture of performers or the play you've just done and created and your um, feedback on that and the and also the monologue and having that in the back everything should always should always be thought about always constantly i feel like in my opinion you're always chipping away you're not yeah. taking huge slabs off every so often you're always chipping away at that it. was always yeah, building your knowledge base building your vocab <laughs> yeah bit by bit well said Nicholas. <laughs> no, good translation no, thank you no problem uh, great and fantastic. So, uh, I think we should finish this Vichy theatre status and Vichy drama conversation just as a tribute to the amazing Amanda Sykes. I think we should talk yes. about your Vichy three-quarter drama and theatre status oh, okay. teacher. <laughs> She's, uh, I think she has been a huge part of your success and the success of other, other students studying Vichy theatre status and drama. What do you think made oh, her a great time. teacher out of interest? Um, she, along with you, Nicholas Wexman... No. Um, <laughs> He said no. Okay, he said no. Um, would uh, really cared. I think that's probably the big, the big one is that really cared about us caring and doing well for us only. I mean, sure. Um, I don't know. You know, who knows that maybe in the back of your mind and Amanda's mind, you're thinking about yourself. But to us, the students, it really felt like um, she and you cared deeply about us wanting to do well and doing well and and caring about the subject and there was uh fun classes were fun uh discussions were always had discussions are really key when you sit down in the group and you talk about what you saw in terms of the play or what you know how your monologue's going stuff like that and that she and you brought that environment to the classroom um quite prolifically are my friends now are the people that I met you know well I'm sure you know I met them before but doing drama and theatre studies they're kind of my closest friends now outside of school yeah great awesome source and she made them fun she made the discussions open and she invited everyone's participation you didn't feel like you were sitting in a lecture no definitely not awesome and deeply cared 
And deeply care, deeply care. That's right. Uh, all right, thank you very much for your time today, Will McKenna. Thanks for having me. That is all from us at The Aside. We have a load of episodes in the bank, so feel free to look through those and find one that piques your interest. If you would like to ask us a question or you have a request for a future episode, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.